0: took a wonderful break from our study of the regular Shemona Eseret to explore the tefillahs of the Yom Narayim and Yom Tev. Now let's regroup. And of course, our shir should be a great shmira for all of our fighting forces and especially all the captives of Rachman And it should be a shleim our many Pitzu'im, and it should be a nechama to all those who've lost so much over this period. And all we say in Shemona Eseret that relates to our current situation, we should have kavanah for and the Rabbon Shom should fill in all the gaps. Hashem sees us as a nenas. We don't know what to say. We don't know how to fill in. We don't know how to make all the tikkunim. So you take all of our words in Shemon Eser, which are so powerful, and bring them all, all in the right places to get us out of our situation, Reh Van Yenu, and to bring the Gula Shlemim amenum. We're up to Etzemach David. And as we dive back in, and we've taken such a long break, let's just regroup. Etzemach is the 11th of the original 12 bakashos, right? Shewan Eser b- being broken down into three groups, the first three brachos, the last three brachos, and of course the middle 12 brachos, which are the bakashos, which became 13. But let's just talk about it in terms of its original 12 for simplicity. Neville Nagon taught something that we've been closer on many, many times because it's so eye-opening and enlightening, that the 12 isn't 12, the 12 is really 6 and 6, The first six brachas are really talking about man's needs, if you will, in a now and current way. At first, the first three, that six broke down to another three and three. The first three being man's ruchniestika needs, tshuva, das, etc. And there's gashmiestika needs, the gulas that we need on a day to day level, as we explained, rafua, etc. The second six. Or Byron Fellman's Feldman's understanding of the Gaon in his Sefer Shei Nivi, is Hashem drawing close to mankind. The first six was where we are today. What we need and now is Hashem drawing close to my in, drawing close to mankind. In my words, I would say it more. It's about Tikkun Olam in a big way. It's the Geula, etc. That's the second six, which we find ourselves in. In the second six, it also breaks down to three and three, which is just a beautiful. Structure and as we emphasized again, it's a good way to keep the Shmona so clear in your head, organized, and understandable to see it that way. The first six to Shofar, Shiva Shov Taino Tzadikim, is Hashem preparing Kla Yisrael to serve as a receptacle for a divine presence. Right? The ghoul is coming, the Shekhin is coming back, Yushalayim is coming back, Mashiach is coming. What do we have to do to get ready for it? What we have to do to get ready for it was all that we discussed. Ka'ab Shofar, us getting ready, moving, having the Shoftim, getting rid of the bad guys, Lamal Shinim, Allah to establish our leadership as it should be, etc. Then the second three is everything is now set and Hashem is finally revealing Himself. What are the steps for the Gula? What are the steps of the Tikkun Olam to bring the world to its to its right place? Yushalayim, Yercha, the bracha we dealt with, Shem, please build up Yerushalayim, build the base of let us get ready in that amazing way. And finally, we get to Semach David Avdecha, which is clearly Brachabah uh, Mashiach and Malchus based David, etc. So let's now just give a translation. The words here aren't simple. Etzemach David Avdecha Meir Satzmiach. First word which is difficult to translate there is Etzemach David. So this is my translation. I would translate it as a flourishing like a flower. It's tzmichah is, is planting and, and bringing out. Flourishing. Tsmiha. A company is tzomeach, means it's flourishing, it's expansion, exponentially growing, it's growing. So the, the flower or the plant of David, Avdecha, your servant, Mehera Tzmichah, you should again read that word, Tzmichah, you should flourish. The carno and his horn Tarim Yeshua Secha, he should raise in your salvation. Karno, Rev Iron Felman says, a horn signifies strength. It's like a powerful horn. Do Karno tarum. so a horn is like a symbolic reference to his strength. I don't know if it necessarily means like a toot, but it means the Karen the of salvation, right? The horn of salvation. Karno Tarim Yeshua Secha, he Yeshua Because that, your Yeshua is what we wait for all day who flourishes, causes to flourish, the horn of salvation. So let's ask a bunch of questions. The idea is obviously speaking about the Gula, and the term Tzmicha, as we already referred to, is an interesting term. It needs a little bit more exploration and explanation. What's the idea of referring to the Gula specifically as a flourishing and comparing it to the way a flower flourishes the way a flower grows, the way weeds develop, the way grasses come out. Well, what's that about? Second question is after we said a semach, that first phrase at semach David Meir what's really being added in the second phrase? Right, we know every word in Shmoneser is so powerful, as we always say 120 chachamim, as the Nevishchaim said, put into this tefillah, the deepest kavan is the most. Amazing Kavanis, the most world changing Kavanis. So, why did they need that phrase? We said it. Bring the gula this way, bring the gula that way, right? Just make it happen already, right? Make it flourish. So, what are we really adding there? Third question is why all all the time and here also do we refer to the Yeshua as Yeshua, Yeshua Hashem? Why not refer to it as Ezra Hashem? Why not say vikarno What what what's specifically referred to in the word Yeshua? Okay, those are all the things we want to unpack. Tzmicha, Back to our first question. In my mind, this is my understanding um, based on I think things I've heard. I can't point to a specific source, but is really a beautiful picture. By the way, it's based on psukim. In Yecheskel and Tehillim. There's a leDavid Avdi." so much of Tefillah. We don't emphasize that so much in our Shir, but so much of the language of the Tefillah is taken from uh, Tanakh. And here we see an example. That's a Posse. Um, Yecheskel chavteskhafalof Tehillim koflam abeziad zayin. Beyomahu atzmiach keren leDavid avdi. So a flowering, a sprouting, to me that implies something that has roots and is now flourishing. I always draw back to the picture of the Chinese bamboo tree. I think that's the species. If I remember correctly, the first five, four or five years, you see almost nothing on the surface, almost nothing. And then in year five, suddenly it grows 80 feet in a year. Now think about that. That means every four days you look, it's another foot. That's an enormous, enormous, enormous amount. What was happening during the first four years? A complex and complete um, circuit and system of roots was forming. Right? You can't just suddenly grow 80 feet in a year. One, one, and almost two feet every week. You can't do that in six and a half feet a, a month. Incredible. How did that happen? Because all the shorish, the shrushim, the roots were getting in place and forming themselves. That's the idea of a tzmicha. Right? There's so much below the surface that we don't see. And here's the point. The part below the surface is what gives life and existence and sustenance to what eventually, and growth to what eventually comes out on the surface. So, bring it down here, that means if I'm understanding correctly, that the seeds of ge'ula, the roots of the ge'ula, are all, all in place. All that happens is we need to come to service. So it's Semach, David, Avdach, what we're saying is, Hashem, all those seeds which you've been putting into the gula, which we believe in Munah, that you've been placing since the Horbin and probably even before the Horban, uh, with your Haggaz, Yichud, you've been planting, planting and moving things and organizing things and setting up things and developing things that they should all flourish. That bamboo tree, finally bring it out. And this is what we've seen before pointed out by the Dover Shalom. The the present tense. We don't say go al Yisrael, we said go el We didn't say Yib Yibushalaim or Bonushlaim. We say Bone Yushalaim. He's being Bonushalaim now and finally in the end of this Barak itself, We don't say Yatsmiach he will matzmiach he's doing it now, and we want um, we want all those seeds that the Kach has put into the bria to come to their full uh, fruition and their full flourishing And let's just end this episode with the thought that if we one would be misboned on that one would think about that, Kemosha Tzorich he'd be incredibly happy. I'm living in a world where, yes, there's darkness, yes, there's Holocaust, yes, there's Inquisition, yes, there's Gullus, right? But the seeds of Geula are, are there, and they're sprouting all the time, and, and there's things that are happening, and B'Shosh Hashem soon will see that grand uh, Chinese bamboo tree in its full glory.